Welcome to Rise Up in Business, the law podcast for small business owners. This podcast is designed to share important legal information without the stuffy legal jargon. I'm Tracy Mylacrane. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Rise Up in Business podcast. If you are joining me, from your Christmas break or in between Christmas and New Year when this episode drops, I hope you are having a really lovely, fabulous festive season and that you've got some time for pausing and some downtime. If you're listening to this later in the year, enjoy. As always, I hope you find it to be of value. In this episode, I want to share with you the five business trends I'm predicting for 2024. I spend a lot of time planning, as you know, and my planning for 2024 was wrapped up quite some time ago. And in doing my planning, I always pause to consider what's happening in the climate that we're in, with the clients that I act for, in the broader communities that I'm a part of. And I always tap into shifts and movements that I'm seeing in the context of business statistics, legal changes and implications and what that might mean. So these are my predictions based on my experience as a business owner and as a business lawyer and as someone who supports so many small businesses. So this is what I'm sensing, this is what I'm seeing, and these trends have helped inform my business planning, my practice planning, my strategic thinking for 2024. So I hope they're going to be of value to you in your planning and your strategic thinking for the year ahead. Let's dive in. The first trend I'm predicting is a sharper focus on contract terms. I'm not just saying that because I love contracts and I'm a business lawyer who really loves all things business contracts. I'm saying that because the trend that I've seen over the last half of 2023 is that consumers are becoming more educated and more aware of what contract terms are reasonable and unreasonable. And given the new rules that came into play in November around unfair contract terms and the penalties that can now apply to small businesses that get this wrong, there's a real sharpened focus I'm sensing on what contract terms are allowable and what aren't. I did an episode on this back in November where I talked about the changes. It's titled, You Can't Afford to Get This Wrong, so go back and take a listen. But in that episode, I shared what the changes to the unfair contract term rules are, why they're important and what the penalties are to businesses. And because those changes have been a long time coming, consumers have become aware that they do have rights when it comes to entering into contracts with businesses and there's remedies available if they do feel like they've been treated unfairly or if they do end up in a situation which is unfair. So because of that, I see the sharpened focus on business contract and terms and I see more and more business owners becoming acutely aware of just how important it is to get their contracts done for their business that work for their business and that are tailored so they're not in breach of any of these unfair contract rules And so they're setting themselves up for long-term success with their clients. So that's the first thing I'm really sensing given the area that I work in and what I'm seeing. I actually think this is going to impact coaches more than any other small business industry. There's so much talk over the past years around coaches, business coaches, locking people into contracts, not letting people out. There's been a lot of dialogue around 
the lack of compliance requirements and monitoring in the coaching space, that's nothing new. That's been here. That's been around for a while. But these particular changes to the unfair contract term rules, I think, will impact coaches the most. So I'm aware of many, many business coaches who have really hardline termination clauses in their contracts whereby they simply will not let a business owner or a client out of contract. Those terms won't stand anymore. That is blatantly unfair under the new rules and there's real risk to coaches now if they don't get this right because clients, so the consumer or the business owner who has entered into the contract, has the right to go to court to not only set aside that clause but the whole contract and penalties can now apply. This is really significant. And because of that, I think that the emphasis on contract terms and fair contract terms is something that coaches in particular are going to need to focus on. It's something that I think ought to be proactive because if it's reactive, I think that it's going to cost a lot of time and money that could have been avoided. So this is a space that I see real change needed for a lot of coaches. And I see more and more business owners wanting to become more and more aware of what's in their contracts and what they need and why. So that's the first one. The second trend I'm predicting for business is an emphasis on business structure. So given what we've seen economically and otherwise in the business space over the last couple of years, particularly around government payments, sole traders missing out on, on payment entitlements and packages, And given the number of insolvencies that we've seen over the last couple of years for businesses, and that's not going away anytime soon, more and more businesses are becoming aware that business structure is something they can revisit and, in fact, should revisit to see whether the structure they're operating in is right for them. Because given everything we've seen and everything business has gone through over the last couple of years, business owners are now alert to the fact that there's things they can do to protect themselves and there's things they can do to protect what they're building going into the future. And business structure is the first and foremost thing that ought to be considered when we're talking about positioning ourselves for risk mitigation and protection and long-term sustainability. So I'm seeing a shift already in terms of the conversations that I'm having and my colleagues are having around business structure and the benefits to asset protection and risk mitigation. And I think that's something that's going to continue into 2024. The third trend I'm predicting is an increase in the use of AI. I don't think that's going to come as a surprise to anybody. AI is here to stay, let's call it. So the question becomes how to integrate it and how to leverage it. It's still new, of course, but more and more businesses are experimenting with it. More and more businesses are becoming open to using it, but there needs to be a focus, and I think there will be a focus, on copyright law around AI and who owns the copyright and around the need to ensure that any AI that's integrated or any use of AI that's integrated is done in an authentic way that's on brand and that doesn't lose the human element of a business's messaging or marketing. So I think... AI has been an interesting discussion that has been kicked around for the last couple of years, but I think now the discussion is becoming more pointed and more specific by businesses when they're considering how to use it without compromising authenticity and integrity, without losing their human side 
of their messaging because they're all humans running businesses and we need to make sure that we don't lose that and that we keep it. But also copyright something. It's certainly a discussion that I and lots of colleagues are having with more and more business owners around using AI for course creation, copywriting. How does it fit in terms of who owns it, who owns what's produced? So business owners are becoming more aware, I think, certainly from what I'm seeing, of the importance of understanding the implications of using AI. But I think the conversation is going to gravitate to a more holistic style conversation so that AI can be integrated in a way that's still authentic and still human. So there's a hybrid there, I think, of what we're currently doing in business and how can AI enhance it. I don't know the answer. I think this is, this is a conversation that's going to become stronger, though, in 2024 because AI is not going anywhere and we need to know how to use it without exposing our businesses and without compromising the integrity of the business as a whole. So that's the third trend that I'm predicting. The fourth trend I'm predicting for 2024 is the continued increase in online businesses. The online shopping businesses in Australia increased by almost 14% in 2023 from 2022 I think that statistic's going to continue because of the way that we're now working and operating and living, and we've got the last few years to thank for that, the good, the bad, the indifferent. I think it's here to stay, and I think business owners are becoming more and more aware that to build a profitable business online, it takes more than a website and an idea. I think those days are gone, and I don't think there's an illusion anymore that you just need an idea and a website and throw something out there and, and you'll make all this money. Business owners are smarter than that. And there's an emphasis now on building long-term sustainable online businesses that are going to serve the business owner into the future. If the statistics are anything to go by, I think we'll continue to see an upward trend because of everything we've seen over the last few years and the shift in the way people are doing business and the shift in the way people are consuming content and the way that they are engaging with other businesses, service-based and product-based. Online business is not going anywhere. And I think that from my personal experience and the number of new clients I have reaching out to me who are introducing online offerings into their existing businesses or who are pivoting from traditional bricks and mortar into virtual businesses, there's a serious upward trend there. And I think that that's going to continue. I think it's a great thing. I think that it's fabulous that we've got such diversity in the way we can now run a business as opposed to 10 years ago when this wasn't even a conversation we were having. So that's a trend that I'm looking forward to watching and I'm, I'm looking forward to supporting more business owners in making those pivots and those shifts. And the fifth trend I'm predicting for 2024 is the working from home and hybrid working arrangements. It's no surprise to anybody listening that the working from home and the hybrid working arrangements are here to stay and we've got the last couple of years to thank for that. But this is a thing now. Employees who want to work from home, employers who want to support flexible working arrangements, if done right, if done well, this can significantly increase profit and job satisfaction. Those statistics are everywhere. We've all read about it. But the devil's in the detail and it's a big if, if it's done properly and if it's done well. So employers need to be sure that they're protecting themselves. If we're talking long-term sustainability for working from home arrangements, and hybrid working, employers need to be sure they're setting themselves up for success. 
I say this a lot that the law is always slow to catch up and working from home is no exception. So employers still have an obligation to provide a safe working environment for employees. A little hard when you've got people working from home and you can't pop in and make sure they've set themselves up properly. But there's a lot of things that employers can do in relation to communication and conversations and policies and, of course, their employment agreements and making sure that the remote working arrangements are covered in the policies and the employment agreements. But it's a conversation to be had with employees. And if it is going to be sustainable and long term, it needs to work for both the employer and the employee. So I think these conversations are going to be really rich going into 2024 because, as I say, times are changing. This is here to stay. And I know from my own experience with my own business and my team and the business owners that I support implement these documentation and these arrangements, I know that the positive impact this can have for the business and the team as a whole if it's done well. So this is not going away, working from home and hybrid working. It's here to stay, embrace it, do it well and do it properly. But I definitely see an upward trend in these types of conversations and the focus that business owners will continue to have in supporting team members to land somewhere that's going to support both parties. So they're my trends. They're my five business trends that I'm predicting for 2024. To recap, I'm predicting a sharper focus on contract terms, especially in the coaching space. I'm predicting an emphasis on the right business structure. The use of AI is going to continue to increase, I think. I think online businesses will continue to increase and will continue to thrive if done well. And I think the conversations around working from home and hybrid working will increase because that's a steady trend and I don't see that going anywhere. I'd love to know what you think. Are you resonating with these or do you have something else that's jumping out at you that you think, gosh, Tracy, I'd love to talk to you about this. I actually think that this is a trend for 2024. I'd love to hear from you. Always, always love your feedback and love engaging either in DMs or on email about your thoughts and views for what I'm sharing on the podcast and any questions you've got. If anything's jumped out at you from what I've shared today that you'd like to talk about or if any of this relates to your business and you would really like to get a jump on this going into the new year, please reach out so we can start the conversation. If I can help, I would love to. And these are areas that I think need attention. And if done well, these are areas where I think businesses can really thrive. As always, thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate your time. So grateful that you've chosen my podcast to listen to today and I'll catch you next week.